2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Welcome to the Ron Burgundy Podcast. My name is Ron Burgundy. Last time I checked in the phone book, and here I am with some other people.
5: You're, it's just me. You're here with me, Carolina.
4: And is it Carolina or Carolina? How, how do you pronounce that?
5: Um, it's Carolina.
4: It's so funny. You just have one of those faces where someone can know you for years and forget everything about you in one second. And I mean that as a compliment. It's it's very poetic, actually.
5: I think that's rude. I think that's very rude. All
4: right. I, you know what? I was going to wait till later to bring this up, but what, Carolina? I just need to tell you this. What you have a piece of dried bean like a like a pinto bean skin on your tooth oh okay. must be your, your from your breakfast burrito
5: i wish you had brought it up earlier actually. i mean is that is
4: that rude should i not have told you no
5: i just well, i don't know why to tell me on air but one second just let me get it okay it's fine just let's move on
4: oh you did not get it sister it moved into the house next door it looks like someone knocked your other tooth out or are you embarrassed? Can you stop? About the bean on your tooth? No,
5: that's enough. Um, we have a little bit of a situation today. I mean, there's nobody in the studio due to social distancing. Yes,
4: um, social distancing is key. But the social distancing guidelines have, have put a real damper on my parties for like a year.
5: Well, it's almost over, and... Um,
4: Can I be frank with you? My last fondue night slash neighborhood orgy sucked... D- I could only invite one person, and I was torn between Patrick Dempsey and Beau Derek.
5: Oh, interesting.
4: But neither of them answered their pagers, so I ended up just having November's Playmate of the Month come over, and we ate a bowl of melted, lukewarm fondue cheese and made love silently. I think I coughed. It, it was awkward because there are usually 60 other people in the room, but that's that's social distancing for you. Oh great, Big Brother! Wish he'd social distance a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, is is that what's making the sounds, Big Brother, in the microphones? I mean, every everyone knows that you know when they've tapped your phones, there's that clicking sound, right?
5: I don't think that's Big Brother. I actually don't know what that sound is. One second, oh,
4: Carolina, don't play footsie with me. That's inappropriate. I'm, I'm not... your boss, but furthermore, I'm also out of your league. Much more attractive than you.
5: I'm, I didn't try to play footsie with you. Wait, I think—is there something under the desk?
4: What in God's name is it?
5: <gasps> oh my God! Okay. What? Don't move,
4: Carolina. Ca- Carolina, what is it?
5: Um, um. okay. It's um. It's a raccoon.
4: <gasps> oh. Hi. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, I knew this day would come. I knew this day would come. You
5: did? Wait. I don't know how it got. In here? You know what? It must have crawled through that hole you kicked in the wall. Uh,
4: is it... is it still in there?
5: Yes, it's still in here. Ron, there's actually nothing to be afraid of. We can take care of this. Get
4: it the hell out of the studio! Does, does anyone have a tranquilizer gun? No, why
5: would anyone bring uh, a tranquilizer gun to the studio? Well,
4: for one, because it's in my contract. Uh, I'll be talking to my lawyer about that.
5: Wait, I'm so sorry. What's in your contract?
4: Ever since we had that bee in the studio, I explicitly made sure that there was language that there will always be at least six tranquilizer guns on the premises of a Ron Burgundy appearance at all times.
5: For safety.
4: Yes. This is for the safety of the crew and also for my own protection.
5: Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. There's no tranquilizer guns, Ron. I guarantee you this raccoon is more scared of you than you are of it. And um, I'm looking at it. Oh, my God. It looks a little confused. Oh, but it's not threatened or anything. You
4: are so naive, Carolina. It makes me sick. That's exactly what the raccoon wants you to think. It's luring you into a false sense of security. Don't, don't look at its eyes. It's trying to form a bond with you, and that's when it will attack.
5: Ron, it's literally just sitting here in the chair. The one you usually sit in, actually. It's It's kind of cute. I'm sorry.
4: Are you comparing me to a raccoon, Carolina? No. That is disrespectful. I am nothing like a raccoon. They are untrustworthy creatures. And that's why they're always wearing bandit masks, stealing trash. Have you ever seen me wear a bandit mask? No, because I'm a man, not a raccoon. And if I were an animal, I'd be a hawk. No, hard hawk, but with the beautiful teeth of a beaver and with the memory of an elephant, and the hair of a bison, and certainly have a nice ass, too. So whatever animal that is, you fill in the blank, I guess.
5: You know, I, I wasn't implying that you were a raccoon. I have seen you eat leftover birthday cake straight from the trash before. Okay, n-
4: never mind that. Never I've mind. I've seen
5: that. you eat coffee cake from the trash. Yes, yes, I've yes. I've seen you eat cold cuts from the trash.
4: Okay, 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 okay. We're not going to talk about that. It's not important right now. So what are we dealing with here? Can you get a good look at its genitalia?
5: Um, I'm not seeing its genitalia. I I'm not, I haven't looked at a raccoon's genitalia before, so I don't even know.
4: Just remember, its front paws are extremely dexterous. Carolina, are you wearing perfume?
5: Um, no. No, I'm not wearing perfume.
4: Of course not. <laughs> Do you have any you can put on?
5: I have some at home. I don't have any with me. I don't know why. Okay, I...
4: forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I was just hoping that cheap mall perfume you wear would help cover the smell of fear in the room. I think it's it's called something like Retired Showgirl.
5: No. First of all, my perfume is not cheap, okay? Don't
4: tell me you're paying a lot of money for that stuff. Wow. You're getting ripped off. It smells like glass cleaner and old tangerine.
5: Okay, secondly, I'm not scared of the raccoon. If it smells any fear, it's coming from you. I'm sorry to say that, but you so are freaked So
4: no down. one has a tranquilizer gun? No one? No one's here, Iran. Oh, this is absolutely insane to me. What What about a taser? No. A, or a cattle prod? Did, did you bring a cattle prod? No. D- does one of the nerds in this office have one of those really expensive Star Wars lightsabers? Oh uh, my God, it just moved. Look, look, it... It thinks it's so cool. I hate how cocky he is.
5: You know what, Ron? Honestly, I think it's just a waiting game, okay? I'll order some food, and I'm pretty sure we can just lure it out of here with, I don't know, a lunch order or something.
4: So let me get this straight. Your plan to deal with that ferocious beast whose genitalia you can't even identify is to buy it one of your chopped salads or order it a damn rack of lamb? It's an omnivore, you idiots! you want me to put a call into Dan Tannis?
5: If you're that scared, just stay where you are and
4: don't move. Listen to me, Carolina. The raccoon coming in here, it's no accident. It came in here for a reason. A very specific reason. It came here for revenge.
5: You'll have to explain. I'm I'm not following.
4: Did I ever tell you about my hit and run? Oh shit. It was 1973. I was. Driving down PCH towards Malibu, listening to John Denver after a bad breakup. Rocky Mountain, ah, you know the drill. Anyway, I was eating a burger and smoking a Lucy cigarette, and I I must have gotten distracted.
5: Why don't we do this story off the air?
4: And then splat. A raccoon across my windshield.
5: Jesus Christ, okay. I, I
4: get out, I cry for a good 30 minutes, say a prayer, and give it a proper burial.
5: I mean, that's actually really kind of you. I wouldn't think that was necessary.
4: And as I lay him to rest, I heard something else. That's when over my shoulder, I saw a baby raccoon waiting in the brush, staring at me with one tear running down its cute little... I'm trying to finish the story! Stop scuttling! I'm talking about you! Anyway, I I just knew it was his son, and he looked at me and i knew what he was saying
5: what was he saying
4: i'll remember you ron burgundy
5: you got okay you got that from him yes i'm so sorry you went through that i don't think that it's related okay
4: well you don't sound like you're taking this seriously what what is that what what wait what is that sound did it puncture you carolina in the neck no I'm
5: sorry, I'm fine. It's just grabbing at the microphone, Jesus.
4: Do not give that raccoon a podcast! What? I I... swear to God, if we start letting animals host podcasts, the press and animal rights groups will be all over us.
5: I'm not going to give the raccoon a podcast. I don't even think there's anyone who would listen to it. I don't think a raccoon could manage a podcast.
4: I don't know. I mean, there's people on YouTube that do this thing called USSR where they scratch things and make sounds with their mouths, and the videos are very popular. Millions of people watch them.
5: Um, that's ASMR. I'm not sure how scientific it is, but I do know that it's very popular.
4: Can we try doing ASMR on the raccoon to lull it into a slumber so it can be safely removed from the room?
5: Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if that will help at all.
4: So you're just sitting there doing nothing? Carolina, tap your fingers on the mic and see if it calms the raccoon. Obviously. Don't use the same mic the raccoon is holding. It, it'll bite your fingers off.
5: I'm not going to use ASMR, okay? To try and get this raccoon out of here. I'm not... That's
4: just, just do it, Carolina!
5: You know what? Fine. Fine.
6: Scratch, 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 scratch. <sighs> Shh.
4: Pss, pss. Is it working?
5: No, in fact, I think it's actually bothering the raccoon that we're making these weird sounds.
4: Okay, I did not want to do this because I was saving them for a special occasion, but someone grabbed my car keys. In the glove compartment is a set of poison blow darts. It's in a black case. If you open it and it looks like something from a James Bond movie, you found the right thing. Bring it to me.
5: Why are you carrying poison blow darts in your glove compartment?
4: Relax, Carolina. I have a permit.
5: I'm not going to allow you to shoot a poison blow dart at this innocent baby raccoon.
4: Innocent? Breaking and entering? Stalking? Harassment in the workplace? It tried to play footsie with me. You think that sounds innocent? Well, then I'd hate to find out how you spend your weekends. Listen,
5: we're going to stop for a commercial. Hopefully, we'll have this figured out by the time we're back, okay?
4: Don't look at its eyes. It will hypnotize you into thinking it's your friend. Trust me, I've had it happen before.
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
5: We're back on the Ron Burgundy podcast. Thanks for um, sticking with us today.
4: I have a few things to say. One is the night of August 14th, 1973 is one that I'll regret for the rest of my life. I hit a raccoon that night and his son is here to kill me. Now, Carolina, will you get the damn raccoon out of the studio?
5: I'm trying, Ron. It's actually jumped off the chair and it's just curled up in the corner. You know what? I really think if we just called one of the iHeart guys to drive over here and they could pick up some supplies and we could just pick it up and we could release it back into the wild and... No
4: way. No way. There's not a damn chance I'm endangering a member of my crew in here with that wild beast.
5: Well, I'm in here.
4: I know, Carolina, and it breaks my heart, but in war there are sometimes casualties. Now, did you learn any self-defense moves in your last Zumba class? No.
5: It's just a raccoon. I don't have to use self-defense.
4: Okay, I have a new plan. I'm going to ask that you edit this part out of the podcast, but are you familiar with Agent Orange?
5: That is the toxic chemical they used in the Vietnam War.
4: Okay, good. So you know it. I happen to have a very small supply in my tool shed. We don't need much, but let's bring some back here and... Just toss it into the studio.
5: Uh, that's illegal. Right. That's illegal. Right. So we
4: can't do it. Right. Let's, let's edit this part out of the podcast. Keep it on the low-low. That way nobody ever has to know this raccoon or his father or what I did on the night of August 8th, 1973.
5: Uh, I thought it was August 14th.
4: To be honest, August 8th wasn't my best night either.
5: Oh wait, look. The raccoon is sleeping. It looks like it's sucking its thumb. Oh, maybe it misses its mommy.
4: Well, I didn't touch its mommy. And no, it's not sleeping, Carolina. It's playing dead. It wants you to think it's sleeping before it attacks your face and scratches your eyeballs out. It wants to send a message to me. Thank God it's going to use you first.
5: I don't think the raccoon's that conniving or even thinking that far in advance.
4: Okay, listen to me. You need to get in that raccoon's head. It's playing dead. Carolina, lay down on the floor and you play dead too.
5: I'm not laying down on the floor.
4: It's our only option. Unless you want to use the poison darts in my glove compartment. But again, I'd really like to save those if I can. No
5: poison darts. Okay, fine. I'm going to lay down on the floor and this is really stupid. This is really stupid. But if it's the choice between this and the James Bond darts, I'll choose the floor. It
4: is a choice. Okay. Okay.
5: This is really stupid. This is so stupid, but fine. I'm going to lay down on the floor.
4: Uh, are you laying down? Yes. Okay. What about now?
5: Still nothing, and I'm on the floor.
4: Now, this raccoon is a smart little son of a gun.
5: Okay, wait. Hold on. Something's happening.
4: What? what what's happening? Is it? Is it spraying urine as a defense?
5: No, it's not.
4: Okay, because I am.
5: Ron, come on. If
4: this raccoon wants to get into a, literally, a pissing contest with Ron Burgundy, it's going to lose.
5: You're going to the bathroom in the corner?
4: I am. I'm marking my territory. That's all I'm doing.
5: Just hold it. Okay. Okay. It's getting up. I can see it moving. Okay, Ron, don't freak out, but it's making its way to your gym bag.
4: Go to commercial! what go to commercial right now people should not hear this run just look at it it's I, fine i'm not go- i can't just make eyes with I it i don't want to look at it
0: hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series
4: Okay, we are back. Just to update everyone on the situation. There's a raccoon in the studio. I'm refusing to look at it uh, because I don't want to make eye contact. It's currently, according to Carolina, rummaging through my gym bag. Carolina has taken refuge on the floor and is doing absolutely nothing to help.
5: You told me to get down on the floor. I, this wasn't my decision.
4: Do you have eyes on the beast? And remember, do not make eye contact.
5: It's just kind of going through your stuff. It looks like it's trying some stuff on. Okay,
4: well, there's a gun in there, but it's not loaded. Damn, that's my fault.
5: I'm just going to call that a blessing in disguise.
4: I am sorry, everyone. This is one of the worst things to happen in a long time. I can't think of a tougher situation in recent times than what's happening right now.
5: Ron, don't say that. That's not the case.
4: Carolina, I just, I just thought of something. Move, move your head around. Maybe it will think your hair is another raccoon, and it will try and mate with you, mate with the back of your head, and then as soon as it's on your head, just run out of the room and dunk your head straight into the toilet.
5: No. No. Wait. No? Hold on. It looks like it's eyeing the door. It's going to leave the room, I think. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. This is so cute. It's got one of your ties in its mouth. What? It has one of your ties from your bag in its mouth. It looks like it's ready to scamper out of here. Wh-
4: what color is the tie?
5: Um, It's red.
4: Carolina, listen to me. Do not let that raccoon leave the studio with that tie. That's a $1,600 tie.
5: What do you want me to do? Try and grab it from the raccoon?
4: Yes. Yes, I do.
5: It's on the move. Oh, my God. Get the
4: tie, move. Carolina.
5: I can't reach it. I think it's walking away with the tie, Ron.
4: Well, that's theft. I don't know if it's a felony, but with the breaking and entering, we will definitely be filing a police report, and if I have to get this raccoon in civil court, I will. I'll get him in the tiniest, cutest raccoon handcuffs.
5: Oh! Oh, look! Look! Run! Yeah? yeah. The raccoon has left the studio, oh. okay? Are you sure? I'm positive there's no longer a raccoon in the studio. It's safe to look.
4: Okay, Carolina, listen to me. I have texted Julius, the parking attendant, to deliver my blow darts to me.
5: Okay, if that was okay. necessary.
4: And I'm just warning you, if I see anything that looks like a raccoon come back in here, I'm gonna have to use them. And you know me, I'm, I act on my impulse. Okay,
5: just open your eyes. I'm going to get up and wave my hands around and you'll know definitely I'm not a raccoon.
4: Okay, I will open my eyes and even though I know it's just you and I in this room together, You really need to wave your arms to let me know that you're not the raccoon. Okay. Okay? Because this is is a very high-stress situation. I would hate to know what my level of cortisol is right now.
5: Sure. That's normal, I guess.
4: Okay. I'm going to open my eyes.
5: It's fine. Everything's safe.
4: And I'm opening my eyes. And okay, you're right. The raccoon is no longer in the studio. Sorry about that, folks. We had a... A little technical difficulty.
5: I wouldn't count this as technical difficulties, but ah. yeah, as as we said, there was a raccoon in the studio. Yes. I think you overreacted a little bit. Uh-huh. It didn't have to be like that.
4: I just, the guilt, you know, has gotten to me over the years, and and I do want to apologize for urinating over there in the corner. My My apologies for whoever has to clean that up, and since... There is no other staff here. No. That probably... I'm
5: not going to do it.
4: ...has to be you.
5: That's disgusting.
4: Okay. So, I'm here. You're here. Yes. What do we have on the show today? So glad I, I came in today instead of us doing this over Zoom.
5: I would have loved today over Zoom, actually.
4: Do you remember the kids' show Zoom on public television?
5: Yes. That's it?
4: I wonder if those kids who were the Zoom gang, do they get a little, you know, cashish every time someone uh, organizes a Zoom meeting?
5: I can't imagine they do. I
4: hope they do. Because those kids were mesmerizing.
5: They were great. I
4: remember one time they, they all ate saltine crackers and they tried to whistle. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Try it at home.
5: Well, let's get back to our show.
4: Yes. So we're uh, today we are interviewing Bruno Mars. No. No? We,
5: he had a very tight window, and yet again, we were dealing with a situation in the studio. So I don't know. I'll call his manager. We can try and get him back oh, another time. Yeah,
4: right. Like, that's going to happen. He's too busy. Man, I, I, I had really great questions ready for Bruno Mars. Look at this one I wrote
5: um want to come to a fondue orgy no no
4: not that question there were more questions i i I wasn't just going to ask him that the
5: only one yeah how about a thank you to me for dealing with the raccoon in the studio while you shut your eyes the whole time
4: thank you carolina you you handled that like a real pro how did the raccoon get in the studio in the first place
5: they opened up a virtual Instagram petting zoo downstairs. I think it may have climbed up from there. What What
4: I, is a virtual Instagram petting zoo?
5: I guess during COVID, you can't really go to a petting zoo. So they just post pictures of the animals on Instagram. And if you hit the like button, that's like... Petting the animals? It's so sad.
4: That sounds really unfulfilling.
5: Yeah, really depressing.
4: That's supposed to be a substitute for a petting zoo?
5: I don't know. They're making like 50K a sponsored post, though. (laughs) Sh.
4: Good to know. Well, Caroline, I just want to be upfront with you. I always had a small stash of poison darts on my person.
5: Oh, okay. I
4: have a special panel sewn into each and every suit jacket.
5: So you always have them on I you? I always
4: keep them on me, and I just have to be careful not to prick myself. No
5: kidding. <laughs> that sounds so dangerous. Bye-bye, baby. Yeah, hospital time.
4: Hospital time, which is what I'll do to you if you get near my trunk. Trunk of my car. Not your... Not my caboose. But seriously, if you try to put a hand on my caboose, yeah. it's hospital time also. Unless you're a beautiful woman.
5: But if I try to put my hand on your caboose. HD. Hospital time.
4: Yes, I'm really sorry, but that's all the time we have for the Ron Burgundy podcast this week. We want to thank you, all of our wonderful listeners, our army of listeners out there. If you're, oh God, it's back.
5: It's okay. It's back. It's okay.
4: I got this. One no, sec.
5: Don't take those out. Nope. I got it. No, put them away.
4: Stay still, raccoon. Stay still. Oh, no, Carolina. Oh, that's okay. I have an antidote on me as well. Nope, I don't. Oh, Lord, we only have 45 seconds to get you to a hospital. It's
5: hospital time.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far...